As women, we go through so many transitions in life. Graduating university, starting our proper first job, maybe for some of us getting married or becoming a parent, losing a parent and starting a new career path. Through it all, we can doubt if we're on the quote-unquote right path and also who we're meant to be in the process. If you're going through a transition and you're unsure of which way to go next, we're going to be diving into how to figure out what the right path is for you. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. Transitions. We all go through them in life. And at those pivotal transitions and those crossroads, we can ask ourselves, am I making the right decision? What is it that I should do? So often in making decisions, we can get preoccupied with doing the right thing by others and lose ourselves in the process. Right can often mean the responsible and logical choice, but sometimes the heart and the soul don't want to play by those rules. Today, we're going to be exploring how do you navigate a transition How do you know which way is up? How do you know which way is down? And how do you know how to make the right choice by you? So often when I speak to women about their careers, they come to me after having had a successful career in corporate, climbing the corporate ladder and really focusing on the financial side of things. And so quite naturally, they come to me saying, well, I think I want to do something different. I think I want to work for an NGO or start a business. Or if it's on the personal side of things, they'll say, I think I want to leave this relationship. Maybe just go on sabbatical and take a break from everything and everyone. These options are not inherently bad or wrong. They can sometimes be super drastic to what you're doing right now, which is why your mind will have you in a holding pattern telling you it's too risky to make a change. So how do you answer that question? What career is right for me? How do I make a choice in this transition? Well, I believe it all starts with you, your intuition, your callings, and your unique path. You'll know that you're asking a bigger question when life is happening and you're being called to make a decision on which way next and which way forward. And deeper beneath that, there are bigger questions at play. Questions like, who am I? Why am I here? What am I doing with my life? What should I do for a living? How do I decide my career decision and direction? And if that's you, I want you to know that you are not alone. 
Over many times of my own life and career, I've asked myself these very same questions, and my clients have too. If these questions are on your mind, then your heart, your internal guidance, your body, your soul, or whatever you want to call it, it's giving you a gentle nudge to make a change or at least to honor it and do things a little bit differently. Now, when I say this, I don't mean that you have to do anything drastic. You don't have to become an entrepreneur. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to join an NGO and do something at the other end of the spectrum. You can start with baby steps. So we're going to explore what the three baby steps are and where you really need to focus before you make a decision on where you're going next. If there is a call or a desire within you, then it's just simply something to be explored, played with, and experimented with. And it's time to have a little fun with this. When you close down that inkling or that voice, that's when physical manifestations in the body can appear. Maybe you'll get a tight neck, or perhaps you'll have a cold that you just can't shake. As Bessel van der Kolk, author of the book, The Body Keeps the Score, says, the body truly does keep the score. When we get these gentle nudges and ignore them, then the body turns up the ante and gets you to listen, sometimes in pretty harsh ways. So if you're hearing this right now and you haven't had a big health issue or relationship issue or whatever crisis may be brewing, then don't wait till you get to that point. Let this message come to you at the right time. Just pay attention and start this curious process to explore these deeper questions with a playful attitude. Because essentially what's being shown here is simply perhaps a weed in the garden that needs to be looked at, perhaps needs to be plucked out, perhaps needs to be tended to. And that's not a bad thing. All right. So what are these three ways, these three areas that you can begin to look at if you're going through a transition? The first area to look at is to take a moment and ask, what is the identity that you've wrapped up in your job, in your relationship, or whatever the challenges that you're facing? Who do you feel you are in the world? Who do you have to be in the world in order to be successful? So often our expectations on who we should be are what's driving the show when it comes to transitions. We feel we have to make choices to live up to this identity that we've created. And this is very personal. I did this when I quit my corporate job. I took a real nosedive in my confidence and self-esteem. I told myself, well, if I'm not working for this big company and I'm no longer an aspiring and successful corporate woman, who am I? Well, I'm just nobody. My identity had become so wrapped up in this corporate role that I felt I wasn't worthy of another job or anything else because I wasn't that. And the truth is, this is really just the perfect woman imperative at play telling us we have to be something, be a role, be earning a certain amount of money in order to be enough. And it's just not true. Who you are is inherently enough. When I took some time to unpack this, I realized, you know what? I'm enough as I am without that corporate role behind me or that company backing me. And when I came to that truth and not just intellectually understood it, but deeply embodied it, I was able to free myself up and explore and play and listen to where I was being called to be of service. And you can actually really liberate yourself here when you realize that you're not lovable and enough because you are XYZ title or somebody's parent or any other roles or identities you've assigned to yourself. Who you are as the sovereign soul that you are is enough. So take a moment, if you're navigating a transition and looking to make a choice, look at the identity you have and you feel you have to be in order to be successful and ask yourself, is this identity or belief about my identity really serving me? You really can let all of this go. 
And if you want to dive deeper and you're confused about who you are and you're questioning, oh my gosh, who am I? And like, what am I good at? Come and take the soul archetype quiz and dive into this some more. And that will support you to get a little bit clearer on who you really are, why you're really here. And this goes beyond your strengths, really goes to your energy. And I also have a free integration guide that comes along with that quiz. So go on over and check it out. And that link will be in the show notes. All right, so that's the first thing. What's the identity you're wrapping up in this choice, this transition that you're being called to make? The second area to look at is what's that inner voice actually telling you? So this is where your intuition comes in. Take some time to become intimate with that inner voice that's asking these questions. That part of you that's saying, hang on a minute, this isn't it. This feels off. I invite you to think about where do you feel and sense this? Like, How does your intuition talk to you? You might notice that it's simply a feeling. It may be some thoughts. It might be visuals that you get. Everybody's intuition speaks in different ways. And so the action step here is just to take some time out to tune into that inner voice and hear what it has to say. It may be a voice. It might be a knowing. It might be something that you see. Everybody's intuition talks to them differently. So take a moment when that voice comes up or that knowing or that intuition bubbles up how does it communicate to you and begin to cultivate that relationship. It's really exciting to begin to explore your intuition. The third area to look at is actually quite simple, but often can be the hardest thing to do. And that is, can you just not worry about this for five minutes? Not worry about this decision, not worry about this transition and just give yourself a moment to look after yourself. When you're a woman who has many different roles to play and many different people to look after and nurture, it can be very difficult to make sure that you're giving yourself some space to look after yourself. And without that time, it can be really hard to quieten the mind and tap into that inner intuition or chief soul officer, as I like to call her. So think about one practice you can take a day. It doesn't have to be huge or long, but really what's a practice that you can do to begin to tune into yourself and give yourself some time to nurture you? For me, I love to journal and I have a movement practice. This combo makes me feel really good. I can get all of my stuff in my head, and trust me, there's a lot in my head, out onto paper and have a clean slate. And when I move my body, I'm able to actually deeply feel all those pockets of tension and just give them a space to move. For some of you, this will look different. And if you're listening to other people and they're telling you you have to have a morning routine and you have to meditate and you have to do this and do that, I invite you just to throw that rule book out the window and ask yourself, what makes you feel good? For some, a meditation practice is perfect. For others, some gentle stretching, maybe something more rigorous like going for a run. By the way, you might choose to do something different as you cycle differently because as women, we've got different energies and different hormones going at different times of our cycle. So maybe it's just movement. Maybe for you, it's actually cooking or spending time with friends. Choose something that feels right for you. And so your action step for this area is to figure out and consciously carve out time in your diary for a regular practice that you can do, if not every day, at least a couple of times a week that allow you to feel centered and grounded and connected to you and your priorities. And can you commit to starting this practice for yourself? Because when you do, then you realize that you're actually able to hear your inner intuition. You're able to hear your own voice. You're able to know which way to go. And with this information, of course, naturally, you're going to be able to better make a decision on this transition and really understand the different pieces that are at play here. So there you have it. Those are the three areas that I really recommend looking at if you're thinking about 
What am I going to do? How am I going to make a choice around this transition, figuring out where I'm meant to go in my life and career? The first is to look at what's the identity you've wrapped up in your job, your life, and that now impacts this decision. The second is to take some time to become intimate with your intuition and that part of you that's asking these deeper questions, noticing, does it speak to you as a voice and in a knowing, a visual And the third suggestion is to actually not worry about this at all and take the time to carve out pockets in your schedule to look after yourself and stop the doing for five minutes. If you need help with this, this is exactly the work that I love to support women with in private one-on-one mentoring. And if you're interested in getting support as we transition from at the time of recording, the end of the year into the new year, then I invite you to sign up for a Soul Aligned Career session. It's a completely free session just to map out where you are, where it is you want to go, and what is stopping you from really making a decision and living that life that you really want and doing the work you really want to do. And it's a complimentary session. I have a handful of slots available, and you can book that in over at the show notes. All right, there's a wrap. All of the information that I've shared today, all the links will be in the show notes, and you can check that over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 13. That's the number 13. But before you go, I want you to remember this. There is no one in the world who can do what you do the way you do it. You are here for more than just hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are, and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz.